0: Hi, my name is Anja Karvovska and I'm the host of this amazing podcast, Get unstuck with Your English. If you are a neurodivergent person, struggling with learning the language, tend to procrastinate too much, or maybe you have so many goals, you get lost right out of the bed, if you answered yes to any of these questions, you have come to the right place, my friend. I'll teach you how to apply cognitive science and evidence-based methods to your learning. I will walk you through the learning plateau. If you're scared to talk, the vocabulary evaporates your mind, I've been studying for ages, following shiny objects, binge-watching Netflix, hoping that the knowledge will cross your head for osmosis. If so, I'm here to help you. I'll show you how to study and tackle the language, and most importantly, how to make it stick. I'm inviting you on the journey with me. Let's add a science sprinkle to your learning. Good morning, good morning. Hello, my lovely teachers, students, parents. So, it's been a while, right? I've been away for a while because I've been working on my course that's launching in September. However, now it's a pre-sale phase, but I'm coming back and I'm coming back with a very, very controversial topic for some. Yeah, with a ban. So today we'll be talking, why won't you do it for free? Recently, I have been receiving lots of emails DMs and sometimes calls from teachers mostly so that's why I've decided to address that topic and I was asked well could you just help me could you um, look at it could you tell me how to do this Um, could you write a syllabus for grade 6 class you know we have like 15 dyslexic EFL students or you know what Um, I have that student I have no idea what to do or I'm preparing a group for Cambridge exam and truth be told, I have no idea what to do, right? I don't know how to approach it. I don't know what materials to use. Or I received messages saying, you know, I would love to buy your course. I think it's very interesting and it's indeed, I think it will help us a lot. But we are an institution and um, we just want to buy one and use it and apply it at our institution. But, you know... We would just buy one and then when I say well the course is copyrighted I can send you I can sell you a package right there is a stunned silence so today I will be talking about why I charge so much why I charge so little and I will tell you why yesterday I had a power hour and the power hour cost a substantial amount of money in that power hour with a parent, I solved two problems. I guided the parent through the issue. I prepared documents and so on and so forth. So some people asked, why do you charge so much? Or why do you charge so little? And I think it boils down to our us teachers. And the point being, we as teachers are givers, right? Even like the education is the act of giving. And I do love that exchange. And I love seeing my students, teachers or parents that are growing, that are changing, right? They they are more empowered. However, I wanted to reiterate when someone buys my services or someone buys my course, it's not a generic course that was tweaked in a day. This is the fruit of my labor. This is something I have created. This is the outcome of 20 years of my work, of my ups and downs of me going from one problem to another without losing my enthusiasm, just tweaking things, learning from the get-go, diving into the science-based research, quantified methods, so that I deliver something which is really amazing. When I have Power Hour, I give like 1000% of myself. And I think that we teachers are, are so used to giving that we think that others will just give back to us. And I understand the frustration when someone sets a boundary, when I say, look, I don't have the capacity to give you the advice for free, because A, it would be unfair to people who pay me and who work with me. But on the other hand, I wanted to start a conversation because I think that we should talk about more. I think we should talk about money more, really. Teachers, generally, our bubble right? Our bubble is like so closed. We do not talk about money. We do not discuss financial issues or wages, right? It's only you just do it because you are dedicated. And I think that being paid and dedicated, one does not preclude the other. I am a dedicated person and I charge for my services. And I charge for my services also, not only because it's my time, which is precious. I love spending time with my family. I love my children. I want to have time for myself, right? I need to rest. I am a very passionate person, and when I get into something, I'm like all-in kind of a person, so I need those times to retreat and to rest. It's the one thing. The other thing is I help people, and I get paid for it, so that I can really help those who cannot afford it. I charge what I charge so that in other circumstances i can help someone who cannot afford my services and that's being charitable which is also important to me and i think as, as teachers we can just mix one and the other yeah, the other problem is i think that teachers are are expected to upscale themselves all the time right we do courses we collect certificates and at some point we are so tired that we just want we just expect things to be given to us on a silver platter right and it does not happen So I would reframe our thoughts and really I wanted to spark a discussion. What is your opinion? In my opinion, a good teacher should be paid good money because it's not only the time. It's the years of expertise. It's the years of learning. It's the years of trying. It's the years of working with different groups, different students, different settings. It's the education, right, that we've had. And we are still educating ourselves, right? It's a learning curve. It's not like I reach a certain point and I stop developing or stop studying because I study all the time. But I think that the money is like the elephant in the room, right? We all need money. We like to pay our bills and eat. So okay. I'm joking. No, that's obvious. However, however, I think that for some strange reason, we are expected to do stuff for free. I have a podcast, some other teachers have blogs, I write articles on LinkedIn, I have lives on LinkedIn, other teachers may have lives on Facebook, Instagram, or any other platform. So they are sharing knowledge, right? And this is the knowledge that you can use for free. But I would like all of us just to sit back and think, why? Why we are expected to do stuff for free because of a good heart? Let's shift that narrative. Let's say that you go to a car mechanic and you need an oil change would you expect them to do it for free if you go to the store would you say okay you know i'm gonna borrow those shoes i'm gonna try them on and maybe i will get them for free because you know you are such a nice person or if you go to a hairdresser say okay i want perm or highlights or just a clean cut uh, and can you do it for free you are such a nice person right You are a service person. You are are providing services and you're so nice. I'm so nice. Let's just do it for free. So I wanted to share some ideas. How can you approach other teachers and let's say have that slice of the cake, which is the knowledge and the expertise and the materials, if you cannot afford it? We've all probably been at that point that we wanted some cost. I would say save for it. I would say save for it. Sorry that's my fraud, or ask for installments. I offer installments also because I know that sometimes it's really difficult to pay right full price. And in my course Pre-Sale right now, I offer five monthly installments, which really just comes down to that little chunk of money. But let's say you can't afford this, then I would say offer a barter, a collaboration, advertise that person. There are so many possibilities that we can do and yet do not come across as needy, greedy person who just wants stuff for free. So this is just like a short rant from me, but I think it's needed. I said I'm going to drop some serious stuff and I think we should be addressing money more. Money shouldn't be a secret. Money shouldn't be the elephant in the room. Money is important because if we are compensated for our work fairly and we earn a substantial amount of money, then we are better educators, then we can focus on things that are really important. So, without further ado, I wanted to remind you that on June 29th, the doors to my course dyslexia in the EFL classroom closed. So if you sign up till June 29th, you get five monthly installments for the synchronous course and three monthly installments for the self-paced course. I will reopen the door in September. Yeah, I think yeah, from September 5th till September 10th because the course launches on September 12th. However, the price will be higher. I will charge, now I charge $257 for the synchronous course. It will be 307, 307 in September. The self-paced course now is uh, 157. It will be 207 in September. So if you have been thinking of working with me, I would say this is the time to do it. And if not, you can hang around, you know, listen to my podcasts, read my LinkedIn articles and just be in my orbit. And I really appreciate it a lot. And thank you so much for listening to me. Talk to you soon. I will not say next week because I'm trying to get some rest in working on other projects as well. But talk to you soon and have a happy day, evening, and afternoon. Thank you so much.